0: Howdy friends and welcome to another episode of His Redemption Road. I am your host, Natalie, and I am so glad you are here with us today. My hope is that this is a place where heaven meets earth and each of us can walk away in freedom with our chains left broken on the floor. My guests and I will share extraordinary testimonies of deliverance, along with dreams, visions, and revelations intended to spur us on toward the road to redemption and ultimately reveal the unfailing love of the Father. So pull up a chair, grab a cup of tea, and invite your friends to come along for a stroll down His Redemption Road. Hi friends, and welcome to His Redemption Road. I'm your host, Natalie, and today I am visiting with my great friend, Christy Cooper. Welcome, Christy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Christy and I met about three years ago at the church that we go to. We are heavily involved in the prayer ministry together, and Christy is now very involved in the children's ministry up at the church. Do you have a title with that? I can't remember. Um,
1: I am the children's ministry coordinator.
0: Oh yeah, so she's the children's ministry coordinator, and the kids love her. They can't get enough of Miss Christy. <laughs> Christy, would you introduce yourself, and then we can dive right into your yes. story.
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, I'm Christy Cooper, as Natalie said. Um, I'm married to my husband, Terry. We've been married 34 years. Um, I, we have two children. Uh, And then Tiana is our oldest. And Colton is our youngest. He's 26. Tiana's 32. And then I have a son-in-love, Kyle. And Tiana and Kyle gave us three beautiful grandbabies. Uh, Marley's five. Benton is four. And little Wyatt is 23 months. He will be two next month. That's hard to
0: believe. I feel like he was just born.
1: Yes. And then I have one adopted Uh, daughter and son-in-law, that is Betsy and Josh, and they gave us a grandson,
0: Jackson, and he is five months old. Yes, and they're all pretty much the best family you could have. Absolutely, yes, God has been good to us. Yes, He has. So go ahead and tell us what the Lord has placed on your heart today.
1: Okay, so, um, like I said, my husband and I have been married for 34 years. And about two years, two, three years ago, God started speaking to me about identity. and I realized um, through a hard time that Terry and I went through that my identity had been in my husband for 31 years of our 34 years. Um, when Terry and I married, instead of two becoming. One, two became Terry because um, I have to go back to um, when I was a little girl when I was six years old my dad abandoned me mm-hmm. and my sister and my mom um, and when I met Terry at 24 he became that missing piece that I wanted with from a daddy and I put all of my Terry was my strength. Terry was my rock. Terry was my sustainer. Terry was my everything. He was that missing piece that I longed for in a daddy. Um, and he made a very poor God. <laughs> did he know that your identity was wrapped up he in He did him? not. He did not. However, he portrayed himself To be a very strong man, a very um, protective man. Um, And that's the way I saw him. Um, And he became my God. No, Terry did not know that Mm. because I struggled with communication. Mm. Because, you know, if I caused any friction in the marriage, then he might leave me and abandon me like my daddy did Yeah.
0: so you struggled with those thoughts
1: I struggled with those thoughts, yes I did I sure did so um, this morning as I, I'm going to back up some more as I was thinking and praying to God and asking Him to use me and give me the words to speak to His listeners um, I was going through a, a journal of mine and on I believe it was, uh, it was in May. Sorry, I'm turning pages. It was in May that I journaled and I said that I had a dream last night. And in my dream, I kept reminding myself, Christy, when you get up in the morning, go to Ephesians 3.8. So I went there this morning and this is what the Lord spoke to me for today. For you, I believe, you listeners that are listening. So Paul is talking and he's in prison. And I like to put myself in Scripture. And I highly encourage you listeners to do the same because it it becomes very personal and intimate. So verse 8 says, Just think, though Christy did nothing to deserve it, and though Christy is the least deserving Christian there is, Christy was chosen for this special joy, privilege, of telling the Gentiles, of telling you, everyone that's listening, about the endless treasures available to them in Jesus, in Jesus Christ. Verse 9, Christy was chosen to explain to everyone this plan that God, the creator of all things, had kept secret from the beginning. Ladies, that's powerful. That, that is so, so powerful. powerful, and um, he loved me enough to give me that this morning, and to give it to you. Mm-hmm. He loves you. So, um, back to back to my story. So, um, Terry was a very poor God, as anything you put in God's place is very is a very poor God. Mm-hmm. You know, God. God speaks of idols. And that's exactly what I I gave Terry God's position in my life for 31 years. And an idol is, you know, can be a material thing. It can be a job. It can be a spouse. It can be anything other. If you go to anything to fill that God sized hole that we're all born with, with anything other than Jesus, It's an idol because he belongs there, nothing else. And he's the only one that can sustain you because humans will disappoint you. Humans will let you down. They will uh, abandon you. They will hurt you. They'll leave you. They'll separate themselves from you. Sometimes they will even abuse you. But here's the good news. Jesus will never do that, ever. Ever. He says, I, Christie, will never leave you. I will never forsake you. His word, Hebrews 10.25. Listeners, that's, that, that's a promise. That's a promise from him. What does forsake mean? Give up on. Mm-hmm. Jesus promises to never, ever give up on you. And he didn't give up on me either, even though I gave someone else his place in my life. He never stopped pursuing me, ever. Um, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and he will be the same forever. That's what Hebrews 13, 8 says. So when I understood that my identity was in Terry, was through um, an adultery. Terry committed adultery. Um... When we were actually missionaries in Cambodia. And um, I remember when he confessed that to me of immediately crying out to God and saying the one thing, Mm -hmm. the one thing that, that Terry promised me he would never do, he did. And if I can't trust my husband, Father, who can I trust? And he said very clear to me, Daughter, you can trust me.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. And that's exactly true. He, he, we can trust him and only him because he will never, he will never disappoint us. That's what Hebrews 10.23 says.
0: So when you say God said that to you, was it a feeling or did you kind of hear it in your mind? And how did that make you feel when the Lord said you can trust me? Oh, it
1: made me feel very comforted I, I felt comfort in that and I felt um, I actually smiled oh, wow. I remember smiling and and having an aha like you're so right I can trust you I I can't trust any human but I can always trust you because I, I grew up reading the word yeah I grew up with a mom that when we would go through hard times and i we we went through some um abuse with my stepfather and my mom would always coddle us and and surround us and say girls it's going to be okay god's with us
0: mm-hmm.
1: yes. and that instilled in me that trust i i knew i could trust god but because i had you know made Terry my God really and it's really hard ladies and listeners to say that it's really hard to say that and to admit that Mm -hmm. but that is exactly
0: what I did so in the midst of turmoil Mm -hmm. here you are you just found out that this happened Mm -hmm. and it was probably shocking you know very terrifying probably was very scary Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're in the middle of a situation like that and God so clearly speaks to you you can smile mm-hmm. even in the middle of the yes. mess that mm-hmm. you're going through. That's right. Because he, when you feel him
1: and you, you hear him, I didn't audibly hear him. It's more of an internal hearing. Um, I knew I was going to be okay. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew that. But I knew he was going to be with me through it. And he was going to get me to the other side of it. Because this isn't the first hard thing I've ever gone through. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and he's always, you know, the song um, There Was Jesus Mm. takes me all the way back to when I was six years old. Mm. He was always there. He was always there. He had a purpose. He has a purpose for Christy. Yes. And so... um, that today is what I focus on. that is so good, yeah, so um through um through the forgiveness, you know i I was very quick within five days, I forgave Terry, wow, because uh you know forgiveness is a choice um, because of free will from the father, um, and I knew that, you know, I'm not perfect and I've been forgiven. And Jesus, you know, went to the cross for our forgiveness. And that means adultery, that means gossip, all of that, they're all sins. And he went and he became all of those. So um, I never thought about divorce. It never entered my mind. I've said that to several people, and they have a hard time grasping that, but I truly, as sure as I'm sitting here and being perfectly honest with you, I never thought about divorce. And um, within five days, I forgave Terry, but here's the beautiful thing of how much God loves us, how much he loves Christy. I went back to my journal, which I wasn't a journaler before we went to Cambodia as missionaries, and I had a really sweet friend say, Christy, I, I really highly recommend that you, go, that you, that you journal. I said, I ain't about that. She said, no, I, I really recommend that you do that. And I said, okay, fine. <laughs> so I bought, a, I bought a journal and I journaled. And when I had the privilege of giving a message at a women's retreat, I went back to that journal because I'm one of those people that has to have dates clear in my mind in order to feel like I'm truly being honest with what I'm speaking about. So I went back to my journal, and in my journal, I had journaled about the adultery. Mm. And the day that Terry confessed to me that he had committed adultery, one month, exactly one month prior to that, Jesus had took me to Scripture all about forgiveness oh wow that's how much Jesus loves us it's a you. he prepared me for that day when Terry was going to confess to me that he had committed adultery which I believe is the reason I was so I was able to quickly forgive within five days yeah. he
0: had already prepared my heart for that yes Yes, and it's not like God made that happen or let no, that happen. No, absolutely it's not. It's just that in his foreknowledge mm-hmm. that he knew the choices that would be made. Absolutely. And he loved you so much that he said, you know, we're going to get her through this mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't break Christy." Exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly
1: right. So um, to that I say hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Yes, yes. And you know, it's, it's extremely humbling to know that the creator of the universe uses the hard times and the good times, all of the things that we go through, um, to, to um, express how much he loves us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he expresses his love through those things um and he uses them for his glory because through it we give testimonies and through our testimonies people can feel the love of Jesus yes and see the love of Jesus because people can look at me today um and and maybe think wow she's got it all together she's maybe I do but maybe I don't. But I haven't always had it together. I've been through hard things. And that's, that's the importance and the beauty of the testimonies. Um, because, you know, there's, I'm sure there's someone out there that maybe is in what I have already been through. Oh, yeah. And they will find, uh, you know, restoration and
0: redemption through my testimony. So what did that do to you? Your identity was wrapped up in your husband. Mm -hmm. He committed adultery, which y'all thought was not even a possibility, right? Uh And then you you forgave him. God came to you. He comforted you. You forgave him. So what did that do to your identity? Where does that take you?
1: Well, when we got back on USA soil uh, three years ago, I uh, got plugged into our church, Magnolia Cowboy Church, and. Uh, I decided to do a women's Bible study. And the very first women's Bible study was uh, Vision 2020 by Christine Kane. And it was all about identity. Oh, wow. And so through that study, I learned that my identity is in Jesus. Yes. That's where my identity lies. Not in Terry, not in my kids, not that I'm a hairdresser. Those are the things I do. That is not who I am. My identity is I am a child of God. I am a daughter of the Most High King. I am a masterpiece. I am chosen. I am adopted. I am a joint heir of the Father. I am seated at the right hand of the Father with Jesus because he's in me through the Holy Spirit. I that's my identity and through that study I learned that and um yeah it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to know your true identity. And you know when I when I um when I have hard days now or when I when I find myself doing something that doesn't fit in my identity, I admit it and quit it. Oh, that's so good. Just admit it, quit it. And, and uh, say, you know, I, I, I can hear the father say, okay, that's not you. Come on, baby, get up. You know, it's kind of like when we taught our toddlers to walk. Yes. When they'd fall, you know, we didn't condemn them for that. We just say, come on, come on, get up. You, you, can, you can do this. And we just keep helping them. And that, That's the way the father does us. Yeah. He, he came to save the world, not to condemn
0: it. So So how did that change your relationship with Terry and your relationship with the Lord? Well, it, uh,
1: that's the redemption. Yeah. Yeah. That's the restoration. Um, Terry and I, our communication has changed. Our intimacy has changed. Everything about our marriage has changed because through Terry's adultery, lots of deficiencies in our marriage for 31 years were exposed. Now there is complete transparency in our marriage, where before, you know, I was 25 when we got married. Terry was 23. Yes, I robbed the cradle. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, I had 25 years of stuff. He had 23 years of stuff. So we come together in this stuff, and we never talk about it well it's kind of like a mushroom if it stays in the dark it's you know it's a fungus Mm -hmm. a mushroom is a fungus and it grows in the dark but you expose light to it it dries up and it goes away it's the same with
0: you know secrets
1: and and that's really what they are is secrets
0: you know, Terry used that analogy with me one time about the mushroom and the, being a fungus. And I oh, said, yeah. Terry, that is my favorite food. I hope you <laughs> haven't ruined it for me. That's pretty funny.
1: That's pretty funny. He, uh, by the way, he got that from me. Oh, I'm ah, sure. And I got it from somebody else. <laughs> That's the it works, That's right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, so yes, ter- Terry now is my safe place. Yes. He's not my sustainer. And y'all can go to God together. We can go to God together. I'm his safe place. You know, God puts, this is one thing we learn too, because right after after Terry's adultery, I said, um, or Terry actually said to me, sweetheart, I, I will go through what, whatever you want me to, okay? I will go, I will do whatever you need me to do to get us to the other side of this. You just let me know. And Terry never has been one to want to do like devotionals together or anything like that. And I was actually uh, reading a book, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, and I was also reading a book, Walking with God, Walk with Him, Talk with Him, by John Eldridge. And in that book, John and Stacy Eldridge, they had some hard times that they went through, and they they birthed a book called Love and War through their hard times. And it's actually a, a, a like a devotional Bible study for couples to go through. So I asked Terry, would he do that for me? He said, absolutely, let's do it. So we went through the whole book and uh, it was such a breath of fresh air for our marriage. And um, one of the things that we, one of the very first things That Stacy and John said was, we have an enemy and it is not each other. That is so true. That's huge. Because when you're in the midst midst of a disagreement or maybe even a fight, you automatically think it's the
0: other person. Yes. And it is not. You have an enemy. And you become angry at the person. Absolutely. When really we should join forces join with that person and hit the enemy and hit
1: the enemy and you know now we're still a work in progress and we will be until we meet Jesus face to face hallelujah but um now we we're quicker to recognize where's this coming from is this you know does this really uh warrant this this argument that's going on mm-hmm. no you know, do you want to be right? No. Do I want to be right? No. Let's turn on the person that,
0: that this is coming from. And that's Satan. Yes. So, in the name of Jesus, get behind us. Hallelujah. That's right. That's, so, it's changed yeah. our marriage's battle plan completely. Completely.
1: Yes. Terry and I are now one. Oh, amen. Amen. Yes. Um, it's never too late. I mean, we've been married 34 years. We'll be 35 in June of 22. And uh, Terry and I said that, praise God that he uncovered this at 31 years of marriage and not being one of us, you know, being at the end of our life. Because... We have a lot of years left, and God's, God has already been using this for His glory. We have had numerous couples come to us. We've had neighbors that we didn't even know their names knock on our doors and want to come, and just because how they see the way that, that we interact with one another, uh, to come and talk to us about hard times they're going through can't make this stuff up. This is the love of the Father, is exactly what it is. Jesus loves us that much.
0: So through the restoration of your marriage, Mm -hmm. your relationship with Terry, your identity being in God, y'all's relationship with the Lord, then God has been able to turn around, and you've been able, you and Terry have been able, to be a tool in other people to find that same freedom.
1: Yes. Yes, and you know, I love that you said that, Natalie, Freedom. I've said this so many times since the Lord revealed it to me. If I could bottle up the deep, intimate love that Christy has with Jesus and put it in a bottle and hand it to someone and they could open it and drink it and feel it, I would. That's how deep and intimate mine and Terry's relationship with Jesus is. It is, um, it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's the best word to say. It's, it is absolutely beautiful. Did I want to go through an adultery? Did I want to go through being abandoned at six years old? Absolutely not but jesus but jesus amen 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 jesus loves us and he is a god of redemption and restoration and freedom that's what he that's who he is and when you truly understand how much he loves you you can walk in that freedom. Mm.
0: That is so good.
1: Yep, he loves us.
0: Yeah. And people wonder why Christians want to just talk about God all the time. Mm. It's not because we're trying to push Him on you. It's because that bottle that you were talking about yes. that's filled with His love, that yes. it's so powerful to us. It, it consumes every fiber of our being. Yes. It feels so amazing mm-hmm. that we want everyone to experience that same thing.
1: Absolutely. We just can't help
0: ourselves. We just, you can't. <laughs> you cannot help yourself. You cannot help yourself and you know i
1: i haven't always been there but i am there today and by the grace of god i never want to be anywhere else
0: yes mm-hmm. so did you have anything else you specifically wanted to share before i ask you a question <laughs> i um, have a couple of questions you know i i think that wraps it up so it's, i did i did have a couple questions okay um, what would you say to people whose identity is not in the Lord? That they're, they have a misplaced identity. Or maybe they don't even know who they are. They, someone asks them, who are you? They mm-hmm. say, I'm a barber, Or I'm a plumber, right? You know, mm-hmm. they don't really know who they are. Well, what if you were no longer a plumber? Who would you be? Right. What advice would you give them? Well, first and foremost, your identity in Christ can
1: only be if you are a child of God. So how do you become a child of God? Well, you accept Jesus' free gift of forgiveness, his unmerited favor. Um, and then you're a new creation, and that new creation is the person that God e- originally, uniquely created you to be. So, um, you know, you have to go to the Word. The Word is God. Mm-hmm. And by the Word, you mean the Bible? The Bible, okay. Absolutely, yes. And, you know, Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, which is where the Lord took me this morning. Mm-hmm. How funny is that? Um, it's, you know, chapters 1, 2, and 3 is really all about who we are in Christ. That, what I said earlier, child of God chosen, adopted, masterpiece, loved, cherished, joint heir, all of that, daughter of the king. Um, so go read Ephesians. Go read Ephesians, yes. that's That, that was um, the Vision 2020 Bible study. It was in Ephesians, but I also had had a friend that told another lady that I, I overheard. She said... If you wanna know who you are, go read Ephesians one, two, and three. That's good. Mainly one and two. Um, So, and and I think you have to, you have to ask yourself, is my identity somewhere else? Just ask yourself, um, ask yourself that question um, because um if you know god's voice step you know step into that step into do is my identity somewhere else step into that read god's word the bible and ask him to reveal it to you he loves you that much he will tell you i promise you he'll either take you to a scripture he may tell you By someone else you're talking to. He may give you the answer on this podcast today. Yeah. I don't know. That's how God works. He's that big. He
0: he will tell you if you ask him. Right. And then, so when he tells us, I suppose what's next is to just surrender that to him and let him slowly or quickly Mm -hmm. change that area so that our identity becomes his identity for his us. his
1: identity for us. That's exactly right. Cause he uniquely created all of us.
0: So the other question I had um, for you was, what would you say to married couples that may be going through right now mm-hmm. an adultery an affair, fair um, miscommunication or the things that like you and Terry were going through, but mm-hmm. God has rescued y'all from, what would you tell them? What would you encourage them to do? I would encourage them, what Terry and I did, was we
1: each worked on and focused on our relationship with Jesus independently. Oh, that's good. And then, we also came, we, you know, I did my independent stuff, he did his independent stuff, and then we came together and we collectively did stuff as a couple. But you know, if you, you are the only person that you can control. You cannot change someone else. But with the help of God, you can, he can change you. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: So if you work on your vertical relationship, and that's keeping your eyes focused on Jesus, the one that created you, and focus on that relationship, Then that horizontal relationship, which is your marriage, your children, your extended family, your friends, it will all fall into place. I am living proof of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's what I would say. Work on your
0: relationship with Jesus. That's good. So did you have anything you wanted to share before I ask my last question? I don't think so. Okay. So my last question that I ask all... um... Of my guest is what is the one thing that you feel people need to know what they must know the one thing that i think people
1: must know is that jesus loves you jesus loves you right where you are he doesn't want you to get all dolled up and put your makeup on and get yourself all pretty, He wants you to meet Him right where you are. Mm -hmm. He, When He created you, He knew all of the mistakes you were going to make. And He still loved you enough to leave His throne in heaven, to come to this earth, and to die a horrible, painful death, to become your sins, all of those mistakes that you're going to make, he became every single one of them. And he went to the cross. And he buried them. And he resurrected in victory.
0: That.
1: That's how much he loves you. And that is the, keeping the main thing the main thing. Because he does love you. The scripture, John 3.16, again, put, put yourself, as I read this verse, put your name where I put my name. And by the way, God loves it when you read his scripture to him, when you pray his scripture. But just make it personal. I'm telling you, you'll feel something deep down in your soul that words cannot describe. So John 3:16 says, for God so loved Christie that he gave his one and only son to die for her. So that she I'm getting emotional girls I'm sorry. <laughs> for God so loved Christie that he gave his one and only son so that Christie who believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's what he did for all of us. Even when we were still sinners, he came to save the world and he wants to do it through you and me.
0: And that's the message.
1: That's the message.
0: Wow. Thank you so much, Christy, for visiting with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me talk about my Jesus. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) I love you. Hey friends! Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your encouragement will be helpful in leading others to find us. You can stay connected with me on Facebook or Instagram at His Redemption Road. Also. If you haven't read my memoir, Healing Wings by Natalie Sherwood, you can pick it up on Amazon today. Have an amazing week in the Lord and be blessed everywhere you go.